Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. Uh, welcome to another edition to the Hendrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show. It's uh, just myself in the studio. Uh, so I'm in the, the padded cell just by myself. I have Hugh on the phone. Uh, hello there. Hello. We had our trusty analyst is not here today. He was, uh, he's wanting to take it easy because um, he had his uh, pilot's medical today. So he's a bit worn out. He had to do things. <laughs> And a medical that you just don't like doing, really. Uh, so <laughs> you still You'll there? be phoning in if you say anything remotely dodgy, Fraser. Where, where, are you? Are you in like a TARDIS or something? You sound like you're echoing or something. No echoing. You sound like you're in a toilet or something. Nope, I'm in my office. You're in your office. That sounds a bit better. You know what you were doing, talking. You sounded like you're in the toilet. Uh, I'm thankful. Well, I can assure you that I wasn't. That's always good. That's a bonus. So anyway, welcome to the, your own show here. Yeah, yeah, then. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. in the studio all by yourself. I know. I had to, well, let's just say when I walked in, it was certainly um, odorish, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit in the smelly side, man. Let's just say, wasn't it an advert for Right Guard deodorant? Um, <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, well, welcome to the show, everyone here. Hatchet Rams on his podcast show on Heartsong Live. I got it, UK. We're here. Um, I'm here. I'm, nobody else is here. Well, anyway, I'm here by my Todd I'm talking to the walls, like Child Prince Charles talking to the plants. <laughs> All good. Uh, well, coming up later in about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, we're going to have Bradley Mitchell Cooper on the phone. This is Bradley. I just a quick, briefly. I met Brad. Well. I met, got connected with the guy is through a phone screen. He was on Periscope and he was sitting in his bedroom or whatever his home in Canada, and he was just playing his guitar, singing away as you do. And as he, he was getting a lot of fanfare, a lot of followers, and bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, so it was all he was got chatting away to the guy. Just a Periscope is the kind of thing you have to communicate on the screen by typing, and the person sees the writing on the other side. Of their phone, so the kind of comments go up and down. It's really quite good. So he was there, I was just chatting away, and said, hey, how you doing? So bloody bland from Edinburgh, Scotland. And he was kind of telling me that he was coming over to Scotland uh, and, and with his girlfriend at the time. And we were, and then basically, so I said, well, happy, but contact for you. So I kind of kept in touch. So I won't go too far into that because we can talk about that when he comes on the phone, uh, comes on the phone, and he can uh, tell us um, what he's been doing over the last two years in Edinburgh because he's only got nine days left and he's going back to Canada. Uh, he's had, uh, as I say, it's been a sort of fly. Two years have just flown in, literally, uh, from what he came to do and how he's built up a reputation of his music and playing in lots of bars and clubs and private gigs. Um, which has been amazing how he's developed and he's, he's built all these great relationships because we can come back to it but we'll explain more when he phones in uh, so basically you'll get a, a good idea of what he's uh, a life of an entrepre- a music entrepreneur uh, coming to you from who, a, a Canadian guy coming over he came over with his girlfriend and he's now leaving with great contacts so he's got obviously an open doors to come back in which is great so uh, we'll be listen- uh, listening to you'll be interviewing him shortly 
So, uh, yeah, news-wise, it's all been a bit... Well, Edinburgh's kind of gone... Well, the news in general is going to be duff, really. It's going to be crazy. Nothing exciting. But it's still all the anti-Brexit and all that yeah, stuff, isn't it? it's like the festival at the moment. It's all a bit kind of crazy. It's anti-Brexit. You've got Jeremy Corbyn just being a complete nutter. Marxist idiot. Uh, that's the size of it. But um, but you've, the headlines pretty much. Well, I'm going to use Breitbart. So I was looking at Sky News. I was thinking, hey, this is exciting. It's watching paint dry. But um, nothing that's great. So hence why we're going to be eventually changing our show to our Friday night. And I mean Friday nights because that's when it's all happening. You know, in the news, that's going on. Um, I got a weekly review as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So It'll be a lot better, a lot more weekly reviews, a lot more things going on in the news, and we'll be able to just to be a bit more entertaining. Because come a, after a weekend, like come a Monday, it's like a damp squid. It's really is like, hmm, great. This is brilliant. It's like a white fish, really, but we'll leave that one there. Um, so, uh, Breitbart have Corbyn refuses to condemn Venezuela's authoritarian socialist government. So basically, Corbyn's just being his typical left-wing Marxist, yeah, I mean, do everything for free, um, saying everything, so that's what he's doing. So what do you think, Hugh? Well, tell us what's going on, man. What do you think? Give us your opinion. Yeah, well, he's, been, he's refusing to, to kind of condemn uh, Venezuela's leader. Um, because uh, he's been supporting them for so long, and now that they're murdering people, and they're basically, you know, got rid of any kind of democracy, and they've just planted all their own people in, you know, I think secretly he quite likes that. So it's, uh, that's, you know, his idea of socialism in action. He said Venezuela is such a great country. You know, 20 years ago, it was one of the richest countries in its area, in South America, and then the socialists took over, and now it's bankrupt, and it's in a horrendous state, and, and all the, the elections seem to rigged. So it's, uh, yeah, it's quite a, quite a place. So, of course, Corbyn is now not wanting to backtrack. And uh, he even defends some pretty, um, you know, uh, ropey people at the best of times. And he's just continuing on. Hugh, are you using your, you actually on, you actually got your phone to your ear, you got it on loudspeaker? Uh, no, I've got it on to my ear. Okay, that's strange. It's a very bad, weird, funny connection tonight. But never mind, it doesn't sound as clear as normal. It's clear, but it's not, it doesn't sound a bit tinny. But that, never mind, not to All right. It just doesn't sound right. Okay. It's the usual kind of Christmas. Uh, but not to worry. Not uh, to worry. Countryside internet. Yeah, it's, I'm saying it's cheap, cheap, cheapskates.com. It's, uh, if you want to, if, if you ever want to uh, tune in. Well, it's Countryside Fab Rocks, actually. Yeah, if you go, if you tune into, if you look into Hantrick.com and you'll see what everything Hugh does. Henchman Finance, Henchman Loans, Kneecap Finance. He'll just chop your head off for anything. What are you doing? I'll turn the computer off, and that might help. Turning the computer off. Maybe stop any background. Well, that might that might uh, stop any background noise coming. That does sound a lot better. That you've just turned the computer off. It's just it's shutting down now. That well, that's but, better. Uh, that sounds so much better. You're taking your computer off. Oh well, well, that's that's improved it. So your your dodgy computer's making problems. Oh, it's can't get the staff these days. But anyway, right. So Corbyn's been like, Yeah, so tell me, tell me. Going back to the, I think we should talk about the festival as we've got special festival people coming in tonight yes. to, to, that you're going to be speaking to. Well, you were in there, you were up to the early hours on, was it Saturday night and Sunday night? Uh, you've been out yeah. reviewing and, and visiting lots, and you've, you were out on Friday. You okay. went to see the show on Friday night yes, that, for I the will, chat we spoke to last week. 
Yes, we will. Uh, I will bring their view into that after I've done the interview because you can phone in and get, when you come in and talk about it. It was great. Uh, Stuart, Dar- Stuart Darius, a fantastic show, my Leonard Cohen. I will review that. Very recommended to go and see. Uh, highly, very recommended. Highly recommended. Hmm, get it right. Computers, I'm tired after these late nights. I'm not used to it. I'm 42 years old and getting old, <laughs> as you do. Um, anyway, um, yeah, that was a very good show. The festival, let's just say the festival is certainly brings out the weirdos. Left wing millennials, everything else. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, trying to think what I can see actually. <laughs> well, no, you, you were saying they were very, very left wing, and then and then turn out very anti Trump, pro, kind of pro you anti Trump, and yes, usually um, the great thing um, was when you when you go to the festival. Well, go to the festival on Saturday was good, and you go to the show, and then Saturday last night was just brilliant. Seeing our analyst John uh, literally milk the free tickets galore as possible, saying, "Oh, you're gonna free tickets, free tickets, uh, two for ones, two for ones, and two for nuns." And, you must be pretty desperate, then. Eh? Well, let's just say we managed to wangle quite a lot of free tickets, and John was just uh, taking, certainly digging into. The, well, it was really good fun actually watching him just sort of uh, wind up all the millennials while he was chatting to them about getting free tickets. All the women are flaring. And just because they're all just, half the shows are just anti Brexit, and uh, they're all well, I'll, I'll go into more detail after I've had Brad in the show because certainly, but we're quite a lot to talk about, really. It's quite interesting, some weird stuff going on, but certainly uh, interesting. Uh, it's, it's, it's always a bit of fun if you like the atmosphere of the festival, it's good. Some people like to avoid like the plague and just literally just say, Oh, crumbs, it's the festival, let's just stay away from the festival. That, they leave Edinburgh for a month, don't they? They pretty yeah, much they, head off in August cool. and come back in September. And rent their flats out for about two thousand pounds a week. Yeah, exactly. That, it's, it's a great this. And then they find out they come back and there's nothing left of their flat because mm-hmm. it's had an entire theatre group staying in it for, <laughs> exactly. for for four weeks, uh-huh. and they've kind of wrecked the whole place and taken it with them. But uh, well, it's uh, festival is very good if you can hand. It's yeah, it's it's worth it. It's good. It's good to see. Um, it's a, there's so much. So much to go around and things to accept. So it's really, I mean, over 3,000 shows, it's hard to choose what's good or bad. There's a lot of free stuff, which is quite good. Uh, completely our nutters here on the free, in the free fringe. But uh, I have to say, it's something quite entertaining. But uh, something you just can't repeat on the radio show. <laughs> but um, even though we are uh, not regulated by Ofcom, um, there's an Ofcom on line three. Um, but there's, yeah, I mean, no, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's that amazing bit up the Royal Mile. Uh, where it's all you know, they've got all the all the kind of they do free shows up there, don't they? And that's always quite good. Yeah. And there's a lot of family shows there too. And then there's stuff on like at the Queen's Hall. You've got classical uh, concerts um, there and at the Usher Hall and all over, aren't they? So there's quite a variation yeah. of what's on of what's available. There is a, a, a variation to say the least. I mean, it's you got. I went to the BBC. I went to the BBC yesterday, and I, I went into the that's in George Heriot's school grounds. Uh, I would say it used to be where it was just on Bristol Square, just around the corner from it, and it was a, right. a bigger site because now Edinburgh University are basically are basically splashing the cash and building everything possible uh, around. Yeah, all government money. Yeah. Yes, and uh, they're doing that. So there's uh, you have the, the I mean it is now it's different set. It's not bad. It's a bit more instead of having the kind of pink tent they had before. They've got a state a proper stage set up for their performers, which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I would say. It just looks a bit of a kind of, yeah. Because right, that's what you're saying, that they built in Bristol Square, wasn't it? It was. They built some building there. Yeah, well, yeah but now it's in the Heriot School, BBC. But they do, it's more things for, maybe good for kids uh, during the day. 
you get performances uh, live and you got there's like the CBBC, the kind of kids' children's BBC program stuff, some tech, nice. sort of BBC in the future tech stuff. There's a Dalek there, which is all right, so you can get extended. Uh, um, but no, it's um, Doctor Who is playing in the big screen. Um, yeah, it's good, probably good for quite good for the kids, I would say, for a bit more. Obviously, get his other and always a lot of entertainment samples and stuff going on there. Uh, it's quite chilled out. It's actually, it does feel a bit so it's in the grounds, it's sort of a little bit secluded, really, even though it's there. They are obviously heightened, yeah. they obviously have heightened the security a bit because when you had to walk into the gate, there's the group four women with their like thing, metal detector thing, just making sure you've not killing anything. Well, group four, they normally let everybody out, do they not? <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, that's a, yeah. if you're tagged, you're free to go. Yep. Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, you yes. know, you know. For security, we'll uh, keep you locked up at Let You Free. That <laughs> was so good. But um, yeah, so uh, it's good. I, wanna, I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm about to bring Brad on in about two, three minutes. So, and I'm about to play his song when I. That's the cue is his song. I'm just gonna. He did. I've got other ones, but I haven't really downloaded the songs. But I just played. Uh. I played it before. It's called Head Up. One he did. It's very upbeat. It's uh, It's cool. And uh, it's very catchy, actually. It's a really catchy song just to sing. You sort of when you listen to it, you hum it in your head. It's great. Very, very, very oh. good written song. Uh, you're yawning again. You done it. You done it again. You don't realize everyone hears you, man. <laughs> just stop the heavy breathing. It's like suddenly phoning it. So I'm still full of the cold and have two children. Yeah, that's no excuse. But that's that, what. That is no excuse. Yeah. John flies. Three over three hundred people on a Thompson airline to destinations, and if anything went wrong, that's a bit more stressful on his hands than two kids. Mm, probably. Well, allegedly. Have you had them face it? You won't know. Uh, yeah, I do. Anyway, I won't go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, right. So you're you're not you're, yeah you're knackered. So it's cool. Uh, well, you only need to tell me when I need to go because uh, no. when when bad's about to phone in. Ooh, the man's going to phone in. You're going to have to go solo for a wee while. That's, that's not a problem, actually. That's cool. That's good. Easy enough going solo. That's all cool. All good. Rebecca, I'm a bit, I'm a bit fruity tonight. I'm just totally lost lost the plot because I'm tired after a busy birthday weekend. Uh, and Can I tell you what I'm going to be doing on Sunday? Wait, I know, this will be exciting for I know, our listeners. I know what you're doing on Sunday. You're going to a touring car, not kill. Oh, yes, but yeah, but our listeners don't, do they? Just, so it's, uh, that's good, that'll be interesting. I'm going to do a bit of advertising, but, but no, it was actually a very good deal. It was £30 for an adult um, yeah. and £18 for a concession because I'm going with an old friend as well. That's good. Um, but, uh, but this time you can drive on site. Um, it's a massive programme. I think it's about 13 races. Cool. Um, over the whole day or, or something, 10 on the day on the Sunday. Cool. And then there's a few on the Saturday as well. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've been to touring cars for ages, and there's a Scotsman. Uh, oh, what's his? The one who drives for Honda, uh, Matt Neal. Right. Oh, he's not the Scotsman. He's the other teammate. But um, there's, a, there's a Scotsman who's got a real good chance of winning. I think. Um, okay. So it's uh, it could be really quite good, and and yeah, it's going to be action packed right. all day long. And similarly, they've improved some of the facilities, so there's more spectator areas, yeah. um, which are out of the out of the the rain basically, because always either it rains. Or it's absolutely scorching. Right. Uh, it not kill. You never kind of know at this time of year. Okay. But really looking forward to it. Well, you can talk about it more detail in your car talk section when we come up after the, later on in the program. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hang up now. I'm gonna you hang up. I'm okay. In that like that song. What's your name? And I'll listen to live. And uh, you can listen live. And I'm gonna play. I was gonna do the Taylor Swift saying we are never ever getting back together. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Exciting. Okay, okay. Right. I'll listen live and then I'll I'll phone you back later on. Okay, you hang up. Okay, cheers. Bye. Bye. 
Right, we're going to play a quick, Brad, if you're listening, you can call in, my man, call in, ring the phone, I'm just going to uh, play your music, and uh, you can call in, we get ready to interview Brad Cooper, I'm just going to, I'm just going to chase him up, uh, so we'll be back shortly after Head Up by Bradley Mitchell Cooper. Keep your head up through the storm. So you can see the class parting It may be hard to sing along But take a look at your starting Who you are is who I need to be With your scars you can keep an eye out for me Too many hours in the night But more days in the future when you need the sunlight, you know it's coming to soon, yeah. Who you are is who I need you to see. With your strength, you can shine it down on me. Who you are is who I need you to be. With your scars, you can shine it down on me. We've been told that things aren't always fair. We must forgive ourselves and never don't blame yourself, it's not your fault Only precious things are kept in a vault Please try to love the world again Some of us still need your hand Welcome back to Heart Song Live. That was uh, hit up by Brandy Mitchell Cooper, the on the bits to say, the entrepreneur, the guy who's been in Edinburgh for two years. He's now on the phone and uh, ready to be interviewed. So, Brad, welcome to Heart Song Live. My man, Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed Podcast Show. I've been trying to get you on the show for about 20 years, even though you've only been here for two. <laughs> Hi, absolutely. Yeah. How are you? Happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm ripe old age of ancient. Uh, it's all good. So we've got Bradley Mitchell Cooper, nothing, not like the real Brad Cooper who starred in the A Team and all and other things. That kind of guy, very big of a confusion. I think this guy's the better looking one, uh, but anyway, um, he's the more famous, better than the sexiest man alive. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Brad, you've uh, how tell us this little story. You've been in Edinburgh for two years. 
It's a like now. This is your, you've kind of developed the life of a music entrepreneur, uh, leading up to the end of your time in Edinburgh, which is in about nine days' time before you fly back to the Maple Leaf, Canada. The man, the the goat syrup and honey and everything and whatever. The light. I've never been to Canada before, so I'm just talking rubbish. Uh, you know better. <laughs> <laughs> so good, but um, yeah. So tell us your tell us about your journey coming to Edinburgh. So basically, it um, it began when my girlfriend, my fiance now, uh, decided that she would come out to Scotland here in the lovely Edinburgh to do her master's degree. And uh, I never really thought about you know that I would visit Edinburgh or Scotland. It wasn't necessarily somewhere that was on my radar to go as someone growing up in Toronto, Canada. But uh, nonetheless, she um, she settled on coming to school here. And um, we spent a year apart. And uh, that was quite tough, just being apart for a year. So I, I kind of looked into the process and what it would involve for me to move out here. And it wasn't too complicated. I was able to get a work visa for two years. And I decided, oh, what the heck, I'll just come out here and... Um, see how I do. I, as a, you know, I'm a full-time musician back in Toronto before I came out here. So I said, hey, if I could do it in Toronto, maybe I can do it here. And um, came out here and had a, an awesome two years with, uh, alongside my lady here. Lots of, um, we have lots of great memories. We met tons of great people and I played music in many, many places in the city and uh, I'll always remember my time here. I'm going to miss it, man. So what, uh, obviously, I, how you, I mean, when I first connected with you personally, you were literally just strumming away on Periscope um, and building up your audience. I mean, how did you find that at first then suddenly from making the connections with people all over the world by just literally using your phone and getting your music out there and now coming to Scotland and going, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, it's an interesting time that we live in now where you can download an app on your phone and sign in and all of a sudden you're broadcasting to the world from your bedroom or your living room or wherever, and uh, you can start affecting people's lives and, uh, you know, touching people with music. And, um, yeah, it's just basically, uh, <laughs> I lost my own train of thought. I'm, looking out, I'm looking outside my window at Arthur's feet, and I'm just kind of getting nostalgic about how I'm going to miss this place. <laughs> But uh, no, it's a, it's a great opportunity we have to, you know, you can, anybody can go on and share what you're all about with the world, whether it's Periscope or Instagram Live or Facebook Live, you know, there's no shortage and uh, you put yourself out there, cool things can happen. So have you, with, uh, when you, obviously you've, uh, when you've developed, I mean, with, obviously you're at a stage of your music career when you came over here, how, have, what would you, have you, would you say with the improvement from being over here? And playing in all the different bars and clubs and things with uh, with your music, do you, what have you have you learned during this time? Uh, well, really, like um, adaptability and um, and work ethic. Like where I come from in Toronto, of course, I knew a ton of people doing music. Finding gigs wasn't necessarily it wasn't that hard. I mean, I still had to put in the work. But when you're in a scene and you know a bunch of people. And a bunch of people know you. You kind of get phone calls about it. And then I came out here, and I didn't know anybody in the music scene. I mean, you and I had spoken yeah. briefly on Periscope and everything. But as far as finding work in bars, I realized I couldn't rely on any connections. I just had to treat it as if, you know, the situation, I had to respect the situation for what it was. I had to uh, 
just go door to door, pub to pub, club to club, just print business cards and and really treat it as a desperate situation if I wanted it to work as a full-time musician out here. It's, it's not the easiest job in the world to convince a bar manager that you're able to go in and provide entertainment for an entire night and keep people in there hanging out, drinking, eating, and staying. But, um, yeah, I learned basically that even back home, I'm going to need to bring that work ethic to be at the top of the Toronto music scene game if I want to get there. So I learned a lot about really just putting in a, a strong effort. And like I was saying, the other thing is just being adaptable. There's, um, there's probably a good 10, 15 songs that I play now regular, regularly in my set list that I had never even heard of before I came here. Now I'm playing songs by Paolo Nettini and Doogie McLean, uh, some traditional Scottish stuff, even some Irish stuff. I play in a few Irish bars and pubs. So just kind of having an open mind and being adaptable and going with the flow and working hard really is what Scotland brought out of me. That's good. So with uh, going forward, you know, you, I noticed you kind of, in the latter part of your time here, you've sort of started a music entrepreneur sort of thing going on. And tell us a bit more about that. Yes, that's right. I um, Well, it started, I guess, around the time that I needed to have surgery on my vocal cords because I had vocal polyps. Mm-hmm. which is kind of like um, little blisters, I guess, that form on your vocal cords uh, for a number of different reasons, ranging from overuse or using them badly, or you can you can get them if you're sick, and then you sing as well. So just not really sure what ended up happening there, but uh, unfortunately came down with those vocal polyps. I needed surgery, and I, um, I ended up hiring singers from the Edinburgh music scene to come and sing for me and it was kind of inspired based off of that just I was chatting with these guys usually I'm playing my music alone I'm a solo guy but now I was chatting with other artists and we were talking about the pros and cons of being a musician and they were kind of you know giving me uh, like a, a little bit of credit I suppose for being able to come out here and carve out a little niche for myself in the you know in the scene where I'm playing and they, they kind of inspired me to, uh, to share my story about it, much like, you know, like you and your listeners right now listening and having the ear. They, they thought that it was an interesting story and that I should perhaps write about it. And I kind of wanted to share my knowledge with the world to say what's worked for me as a musician, uh, what hasn't worked, uh, and just to give me an opportunity to be creative with it because I, I, I couldn't sing and so it was hard to write music, but I still had the urge to be creative. So this way, maybe I can help some people to do better with their lives as, as musicians. And um, it's been it's been a really fun process so far, just writing and trying to get my stuff out there to the world. That was good. Well, one thing about going, well, good thing about your contacts, if you need uh, use in this next, in the room next door to me, there is a fully functional music studio. I would just wait uh, you know, a couple of bits and bobs, but to, but there's a fully functional music studio which can be used if artists, if you have any contacts or somebody's looking to um, basically record music going forward, uh, that could be something you could potentially tap into later on yourself. Oh, yeah. If you're uh, in Edinburgh, which is in Edinburgh, which is good to know, because there's a few, uh, quite a lot of them in Edinburgh, but maybe if somebody's looking... To, uh, to find out where there is other new ones popping up, which is quite good. So going forward now with your, you obviously you're doing a couple, of, you're gigging every night until you go back. Uh, okay. 
And are you doing any, is it just gigs all the way? Is it any busking or just play literally gigs in your usual haunts? Yeah, mostly mostly just the gigs in the usual spot. Except I um I'm doing like some marketplace busking at the Stockbridge and Leith Market. Okay. And uh, doing some of the the free fringe slots like the uh, Malone. Oh no, not the Malone. Malone's on the Mall is one of my regular paying spots. Um, the Pear Tree is one of those free venues where you just kind of turn up and I play a set, and it's basically just tips so whatever the crowd wants to throw in there, kind of like yeah. a glorified busking situation. That's good. Cool. Have you had much success and, from that? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Define success, right? Um, <laughs> the, the first day that I um, I was meant to play the pear tree, I got rained on. I was the first act to open that slot this year. So first show was, Wait. I believe it was 1 p.m. on Friday of last week. And I played it, and I think I made two pounds and, um, <laughs> and and got rained on a little except you know they've got a nice tarp they're covering so I'm not going to get too wet but I got to uh, chat to a guy named Stephen Mackay he's a really nice guy who runs Fortune Promotions uh, Music here in Edinburgh who brought me in to play there and uh, it was good to see him again and and I'm kind of going through that weird period of time a week or two leading up to leaving where I kind of want to see everybody yeah and uh, just trying to squeeze in the time to do that. It's, it's a weird time when you're when you become when you come to love a place. Then you're kind of counting down the days to leave it. So, you know, I didn't. It wasn't monetarily the greatest uh, the greatest thing. But you know, there's other there's other things that kind of make you feel good and pay off in other ways. So, what's your uh, when you obviously go back? What's your kind of what kind of goals have you set yourself to kind of you're just going to chill out for a bit and then you're going to start getting things back on track what you got a goal that you want to maybe step up to that next ladder um, step in the ladder going forward you know my first goal is to do my best imitation of a starfish okay. in my bed for like a day or two <laughs> <laughs> sleep that would be a good thing just, just yeah just lay there and yeah i don't know that's a it's a good question i mean that's part of like it almost feels the way it did when I moved out to Edinburgh here. It's almost like staring into the abyss and not knowing how it's going to go. And uh, Excited to get back and see the family, friends, my fiancé. Mm-hmm. Sad, quite gutted to be leaving. But, um, you know, I'm excited. I'm going to hopefully get a chance to do some driving around and tour around Canada just for the fun of it and relax a little and decompress after this two years away and after the Fringe Festival hectic. Hecticness. I suppose with your uh, with the video that you're doing with, because you said you've got a guy, a videographer, who's kind of following around and doing your life, a video of your so music of an entrepreneur kind of thing. That's right. So, so that at least when that's finished, you'll have a night something to show for a great CV of what you're doing, of what you've been doing as well over the last few days, weeks before you kind of eventually go. Yeah, that's that's actually been pretty important because. Um, it's all good and well that I came here and I have the memories and I got tons of photos and stuff, but anytime you're doing some sort of, uh, some kind of endeavor or initiative, whether it's like on multimedia, you know, social media, and I'm trying to spread a message, it's kind of good to have like a video or, or something that you put together artistic, that just showcases what it is that you did and like the energy and the vibe of it all and, um, and what it was. And I think if I don't do the video, I'll definitely regret it because this is a, once in a lifetime opportunity to take advantage of all the gigs I've got. I'm going to have friends in the video, just kind of highlighting what it is 
the day in the life of a music entrepreneur in Scotland during the Fringe Festival, but as a, a looser, in a looser sense, just to kind of inspire and motivate people to see, you know, you can have a couple gigs in a day and then meet up with your friends and be a self-sufficient uh, musician who plays music for a living or teaches guitar lessons or records music in the studio for other artists or X, Y, Z. There's a ton of other things you can do. And so, yeah, it gives me the chance to kind of put that in a bottle, mm-hmm. the, uh, the feeling I have now and the experience. And, and it looks great, you know what I mean? I, I want to share it with the world, but also to inspire people and to be consistent with my music entrepreneur brand. That's cool. That's fantastic. I, want, I know you've got a um, gig coming up. What time's your gig tonight? Gig tonight is it's starting at 10 o'clock. Where are you over playing? At, uh, I'm playing over at Finnegan's Wake. That's so an Vic- hour and a half. On Victoria Street in Edinburgh. That's the one. Yeah. So if you're around Victoria Street in Edinburgh and you're listening to this, uh, you're welcome to go and join, watch Brad, uh, strum a few tunes out for an hour and a half and entertain. Uh, don't Nothing sh- shouldn't be missed. I recommend going to see him before he goes back to Canada. Um, great music, great guy, very work, good work ethic. Um, learn, you'll learn a lot from him. If, even if you're not a becoming musician, you watch him, you'll learn a lot from this guy. He's been... He's, before he came, he was a couple of steps below the ladder. He's climbed the ladder. He's, he's grown as a musician. He's met some great people, and hopefully the experience he take, he's learned from Edinburgh, he'll take back to Canada and be able to grow even further in the field of music. So go and see Brad tonight if you get an opportunity. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for the plug there. No, no. I... It's been great. I mean, I, I, for me, it's been good to actually get to help you out and build at the beginning and being a contact uh, and be able to just help pushing and show you some bits and bobs around Edinburgh to get you started and you seem to have just you've just kind of, kind of hit the ground running and done it which has been good yeah. and that's the good and, go ahead well also yeah sorry to you there but uh, you know thanks again for, for the help and the love that you gave me you did kind of uh, help me when I first moved out here like you were saying you know help me out with get some odd jobs put some cash in my pocket and stuff so cheers again for that cool. really appreciate it well, no, it's appreciated. I mean, it's uh, happy to help. I think it's good to help people for your coming over here and make the connection and network as well, because uh, it's good to have that going. If somebody's just want to step out and connect with somebody and be able to just give them a sort of a foot forward, uh, so they're not sort of sitting there going right, where, where do I do and where do I go? At least they've got somebody that's willing to say, here we go, try this and try that, and then take it from there. You know, so it means it's like, it doesn't feel scary for anybody actually physically coming over to Edinburgh. Or somewhere for the first time. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I feel like Edinburgh took me with open arms, so it's. Uh, well, uh, yep, yep. well, listen. Make the best of the next nine days. Exactly. So, where can people actually find out more information about you? So, plug your website. Right. Yeah. So, if uh, if if you are a musician or looking to get into music or take your career to the next level, you can visit www.themusicentrepreneur.com where I um, basically I put up a blog or two per week with different subjects that are basically aimed at uh, just providing guidance and education towards all of us musicians and uh, trying to, you know, give some inspiration and some stories of things that have worked and not worked for me. But uh, that's, that's the website there, themusicentrepreneur.com. And you've got your own one, the Bradley Mitchell one? Yeah, I've got my... 
bradleymitchell.com which I believe is up for renewal so I better I better get the uh, <laughs> gotta get my uh, my financial uh, worker to go ahead and put that through so we can get that going again well listen I won't keep you much longer because thank you for coming on the show it's been a, a always tend to things tend to happen the last minute you get think people on the show or get doing th- you say oh, I'll get you on the podcast I'll get in the podcast before you know it two years pass and you go I'm going to get in the podcast literally I've got, literally got you on finally before you leave um, but yeah it's been great to catch up man hopefully we'll get a wee coffee before you finally disappear into the, and uh, into the abyss and you just and uh, we'll catch up uh, properly before you go and uh, well, thanks yep. for coming on the show, and thank you. And well, uh, obviously, you can people you can find music from if you're a musician, tune in uh, the music entrepreneur, and uh, get in contact with Brad. Well, listen, thanks again, mate. Have a good one, and uh, enjoy your show at Finnegan's Awake. And I'll uh, catch right. up with you soon. Thanks so much, Paul. And uh, let's make that coffee happen soon, okay? I will do. Okay, take care. All the best. Cheers, Paul. Okay, thank thanks. Bye bye. There we go. That was Bradley Mitchell Cooper from Canada. He came over to Scotland. He's two years here. He's leaving to go back in nine days. Uh, We insight to what he's been up to and how as a musician that you can, if you're coming here, maybe you're just looking to expand or step up the ladder in what you're doing, that you don't have to... Um, it's not that scary. You, can, if you've got the drive and you've got the ability and you're good, you know you're good, you, you've got that sort of passion to develop your music and you're looking to come to a different city like Edinburgh and maybe play in some bars and clubs and get yourself known, it is, it is possible. Don't be afraid. Uh, step up. Step outside the box and grow. Cause that's what Brad did. He had the opportunity to come over here and he's literally just taken it with both hands and grown as a musician. Now he's taking the experience he's learnt from being in Edinburgh back to Canada, back going back to help to do that next step of his the next chapter of his life again. Obviously now from being with his girlfriend, now fiance, we're getting married. So lots of great things going to happen in his life going forward. So we'll play a quick tune, and then we'll get the hatching back on the phone. Uh, I'm just going to set that up. So we're just going to another trusty song, which I like. Played it before, but I'm Casey in the Sunshine Band. So uh, back shortly. Speed you a bit.
Welcome back to HeartsongLive.co.uk where you're listening to the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show on HeartsongLive.co.uk I just interviewed Bradley Mitchell Cooper which is great to get him on and a bit of insight to music entrepreneurship and we have back on the phone Hugh Hattrick phone, Hello, hello there he's like, he's like Jehovah's Witnesses just turns up at your door <laughs> It's worse, I'm on the phone and you invited me. So that was the thing. <laughs> All good. Yes, we're back. So we're going to more insight to the festival. That's what we're going to do. Uh, John, uh, our analyst, who's listening in, in the background, uh, on sitting in his couch with uh, listening, watching the view out his window. I'm going to the view out his window. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's got a special view out of his window. <laughs> it is a very special is view. The, yeah. the gym, the gym, yes. Yeah. And that's, Just burns I keep it. telling him to put his blinds down, yeah. you know. <laughs> it burns the calories just by watching them. <laughs> doesn't need to go to the gym, we'll leave that one there. Well, they've banned you from going anywhere near, Fraser, haven't they? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, funny that, funny that. <laughs> Yeah, he's got cheers in the place. Um, yeah. So well, he's right. I mean, he's right in the centre of town. He's near all the festival and everything, isn't it? Yeah. So did you see anything? Let's see. I mean, with all the good things that you were saying, okay. how many, you must you must have seen stuff that was pretty terrible as well, or well, even walked okay. past the kind will, of shows that were horrendous. I'll start with the my Friday night show, right? After interviewing Stuart Darietta from uh, last week's show, brilliant to have him on. Um, I went to see the show, really, we're not really knowing Leonard Cohen's songs, uh, when you listen to sort of the album a bit, it's a bit, you think it's a bit dour and depressing. But when you listen to it live, it opens your eyes. It certainly opens your eyes to the music, uh, how he does the show from when he arrives, does his first song, and he interacts the story of Leonard Cohen uh, in, when he's with the music. Made really educational, really well done. And really entertaining, really good, and the deep—it's got really deep tones of the, the some of the music is really deep, and it's it's maybe it's not as easy to make out the words, but the music—it just is an entertaining show, and you, it's obviously with a lot of songs you do have to adapt your ears to as you listen to it several times, but it just was. It was, I enjoyed it. It was, I thoroughly recommend it. Going to see My Leonard Cohen, which is at the Assembly Rooms in George Street, Edinburgh. It's a seven forty-five kickoff, and uh, you can go and see it. So, uh, highly recommend um, going to see that show. Very good, and I had a good chat with him afterwards. He's happy to also come back on the show. We can get him on regarding the maybe near the end before he finishes his twenty-five show stunt. Uh, and get us to give us a bit of feedback after he's completely, completely knackered at the end of it. So it's gonna be going. I've done twenty five shows. I'm completely dead. Uh, so he'd be, like a, he'd be like a delivery driver on his bike and just died. Um, <laughs> so uh, so that was good, right? And next again shows. Well, Saturday night I saw. What did I see? We saw a free, a free one. Let's just say it was a um, single comedian, actual comedians that are single, uh, no dates or anything, and trying to... Oh, was that the thing that you sent the attachment for? Uh, yeah, was, it a, oh, no, she no, was, no. was it Australian or something? Or was that somebody else? No, that was something else. No, that, oh, was, well. that, was, that was John that sent that. Yeah, that was a feminist single play or something? Uh, no, don't think it was that. Hmm, was no, that was something else. I mean, that was probably John with these free tickets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a comedy show about a feminist, and then she wondered why she was single. 
And I would have thought, well, doesn't that kind of explain itself? You know, it was like... Um, but, uh, I, can't remember, I can't remember if it was me or somebody else. Anyway, um, went to... Anyway, I saw a free show and we saw a... I think we paid for some or we see a couple of... What did we see? Um, anyway, anyway, it was good. It was out on Saturday. It was not too bad. It was quite funny. And then um, on the last night, we certainly managed to wangle a few free tickets and we did purchase one... We got a couple of one tickets. We saw one called, called Bernie. Let's just say uh, he was funny in some parts, and let's just say somewhere just I was more thinking of laughing at him rather than for his jokes. Uh, but out of the two we saw, that uh, it, it was kind of well. Let's just say the storyline. How do we sell the show? It was the kind of he's meant to have got one award. He does a radio show in down south, and he's also won awards in like New York or something for this show but it's the kind of like a I don't know life in times of a lonely 50 year old or what, gay man I thought hmm really hmm right so it's uh-huh. kind of you can see where it was going but I was thinking you were, I think it's worth paying for a ticket for something else yeah well we, we, got, we got that one for totally free but and the second one uh-huh. we went to see who was in the same venue she was an Australian woman called Alison Fraser, and let's just say, certainly confident into her, like her astrophysics or whatever. She's kind of probably like down one of our. She'd probably get on with her main only one of her main listeners, Astrid Vanager. She'd be quite right up her street personally. Um, but and Astrid, if you're listening, how are you doing? How's your cats? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it's all. Um, it really let's just see she's confident but just not very funny and uh, we we're going well hmm this is not really good so I would recommend I wouldn't recommend her silly she's a bit of a sort of astrophysicist kind of geek and I was thinking this is just not funny really uh, it sounds like something worse than watching Star Trek I mean it was like I think my goodness oh well I don't watch Star Trek actually because it's a bit better fun uh, but this was she wasn't really that great so um, that was that certainly plenty of options I think if you just time it right there's lots of them or we'll want you get some free tickets still even after the previews just gonna time it if you look at check out the people all the millennials who are doing all the flyering all the ones who just don't have a clue who are voting for Jeremy Corbyn who really don't understand what the European Commission is about and why we actually want Brexit in the first place and why we are having it because they just don't have a clue thinking Jeremy Corbyn he's going to give us everything for free great this is brilliant I'll just do my flyering and there's one girl we're chatting chatting to in in all effect you did have a free ticket yeah, you did, give me a, right. you did give me a free ticket, but yeah. but in the, in the same way, you realise it is worth actually paying for something. Yeah, funded by <laughs> funded by Jeremy Corbyn. It's a free ticket, yeah. free ticket money tree. Um, so we had um, so she was actually the woman who it was quite fun watching John slowly dissect and take the complete and rip out of half of these millennials. It was very funny, and um, I also managing to wangle some free tickets in the process, which is good. So um, <laughs> but the general let's just say to sum up the gen, the Edinburgh Festival, this Edinburgh festival was basically anti-Trump anti-Brexit, full of total remoners um, and they're all about le- liberal lefty, lesbians and gay, pretty much it really, sums it up, and that's about it really so, uh, it's well I think, I think it's been being hijacked in some ways some of it has been by those by that particular, all those type of groups, but there's still a lot of really good cultural stuff there. Yes I do agree I just well I'd say about 80% it's the stu- I think it's more the kind of student side that's gone like that Yes. Because they're also, you know, because it's about Scottish too, and so you've got all the kind of pr- progressive influence what? of Edinburgh and Holyrood and all the rest of it in there. I thought we'd, uh, I thought we'd all go for the. There's Alex Salmon's got a show called Alex Salmon Unleashed. His nectar tagline. I can't. 
unleashed. Oh, oh yes, he has, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's phone up the Queen and say, Queen, uh, go and just take him out. Phone up contacts with James Bond and make it look like an accident, will you? <laughs> yes. Alex Hammond, ma'am, just make it look like an accident. Take him out. <laughs> In fact, uh, we just chop his head off. <laughs> That's what you can do. So, um, well... No, it's uh, no, I, I, yeah. I mean, I suppose there'll be some political um, satire in it too. But to be honest, I mean, people are fed up with him now because all the stuff he promised he couldn't do and he couldn't deliver. And people were kind of saw through the idea that you can't have an independent Scotland if there's no money to pay for it. Yeah. You're running a huge deficit. So I think he's kind of burned his hole really because, uh, as with other nationalists, they just can't. They know that they can't uh, deliver. Anything like what they promise. Interesting choice of words. Um, <laughs> burned his home. We'll leave that one there. Um, right. <laughs> well, you know, just in terms of burned their, in terms of where they're standing, because they're they're not. You know, they make all these promises and they know they can't deliver them. Some people have seen through it. Yeah, yeah he's kind of dug himself a grave, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah big, big That's cool. No, uh, so the Edinburgh Festival is can be good and it can be really bad. It can be really cheesy. There's a lot of free stuff. You can get some really good free stuff, and you get which people some really the odd gem. Here's you, young lady, but Hugh, listen, you got to, you got to take your hand. Oh, it's heavy breathing. Oh. It's my call, for goodness sake. Oh yeah. So, so I mean, if you're going to have heavy breathing, you need to phone in Emmanuel's show on sex, love, and relationships. It's a bit more appropriate for that. I can never get through because you're always honest. I'm, I'm not. I just, I'm busy. He's, his phone's clogged up. He's that busy. He's, he's, you have to. Kind of wait in a queue, so please hold while we connect your call. <laughs> it's because it's so popular. Um, so you can watch Thursday nights between 10 and 11. It is 10 and 11, you're 9 and 10, I can't remember. 10 and 11. You can tune into. I'm sure you'll appreciate your plug like that. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, you can tune in, you can hear the. I, guess, I think he's got a doctor coming on this week. So you I thought see. you were supposed to be on it. Well, you're not supposed to be on it, but and you never were on it. Uh, well, you went on it the last. Well, no, well, well, you couldn't get it to work. No, the system died. That's what happened. I think that was an. I think that was. I think that may well have been an act of God. To be fair, it was well, like so big. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I think he's got a doctor. He's got a doctor coming on uh, this week, so I think it's advice on. Oh, right. I think it's advice on kids. I can't remember, but something or no, it's not his love. At it's, it's sex life actually. So it's about obviously between. Yeah. Oh right. Sex. Oh well. It's gonna be. <laughs> Give it quite fruity, actually. Yeah. It's about, you, so if you don't want to read your Deirdre's casebook in the sun, you can tune into Hearts on Live and listen to sex, love, and relationships instead. And so uh, listen to Manuel. Yeah. Anyway, so um, but that's the festival. So we're gonna have a bit of car talk. I mean, festival is the festival. I mean, it's on all. It's on all month. Edinburgh's a complete. Yeah, you've got a whole three, four weeks of it. Edinburgh's chaos. It's crazy. Traffic's a nightmare. But it's just then after it's finished, you've got the two weeks of a lull in September. It's like a ghost time. It's great. And it kind of just kicks back into normal before you know it, where you've got your kind of October holidays and you've got your, well, your usual fireworks, Halloween and blah, blah, blah. And it's Christmas. And before you know it, it's 2018. Happy days. Great. Boom. There we go. Start all over again. As you do. So that's just the, that's how Edinburgh flows. You know, it's the same. Every, it's just like Groundhog, Edinburgh, really, a Groundhog year, really. It's same stuff every day, really. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Um, so, Car Talk. Hugh has got some cars. We don't have, unfortunately, we don't have the analysts in, so we don't have our budget car of the week so it means if you, <laughs> you just have to get we have to save them up so you have to do two or three next time he gets in so we'll get that sorted out uh, so Hugh you're going to uh, well before you go to your trip on Sunday which you did briefly briefly to go into what cars have you got for today 
What cars have I got? Well, I've got some more kind of news uh, about Jaguars this week. Okay. I very briefly talked about it a few weeks ago, okay. um, but now it's finally been launched. Is the new Jaguar F-Type with a two-liter engine? But it's a it's a two-liter turbocharged engine, okay. uh, delivering about 280 horsepower, and then it catches up to 320 um, with uh, with the kind of uh, the special pack that they have for it. Um, and it's also it's uh, you can get them for around about 52,000 pounds. And I actually saw one today for 48,000 um, pounds after a bit of a, a bit of a negotiation. So it's really quite a well-priced car. And it's you know as as, as the old Jaguar E-Type was, was a real kind of iconic car. Um, the F the F is really fantastic and um, has great looks uh, and lovely sound and at that kind of money it's pretty good value actually and I reckon residual wise it can't be that bad I think it's going to hold its money reasonably well because people do look uh, do look like uh, do like coupes so that's one of my recommendations this week and also the, there's already quite big discounts on the new Ford Fiesta I've seen uh, over £2,000 off even the standard 1.1 litre ZTEC three door um, so, so it's quite it's, it's good to know that you can already save £2,000 on Britain's favourite cars one of the best sellers in the country so yeah it's, it's quite exciting there was also news as well that uh, there was an 11% decrease in new car sales last month so certainly there's uh, I think it was with all the stuff going on about banning petrol and diesel cars and all this kind of stuff I just wonder how many people are, are thinking I mean, what we're going to buy next um, and also sometimes July can be a bit quieter than other months but it'll be interesting to see how things go because the car industry in Britain normally does so well and it's really only the government that can screw it up by charging you know, more taxes and giving them crazy ideas of banning petrol and diesel so we'll see how that goes um, but yeah there's a few more cars that are going to be coming out so next week I'll have a lot more information I'm just like we have a text and a text message uh, not through um, yeah from our analyst saying that the millennials have not seen through carbon so uh, maybe I just have to counter that argument that later on so any more cars hey that's the car talk for this week okay oh, apart from not kill I was going to go and talk about not kill because yeah, um, it's the touring it's the touring cars this weekend so if you fancy a break from the Edinburgh festival which I strongly recommend you might need one um, yep get up to Knock Hill over in Fife near Kelty um, at Junction 4 on the is it the M not the M9 what's the one it's the M90 one that goes over the 4th Road Bridge but um, the A90 over the 4th Road Bridge um, and it's, it's the touring cars have hit Scotland once again they come up once a year and it's going to be three races on Sunday uh, Gordon Shedden is the reigning uh, British touring car champion uh, and he's also he's normally done very well at Knock Hill so he's got a good chance of winning a, a few races this weekend so it'll be good to support the local Scottish contenders but the touring cars are fantastic because they just they tend to drive pretty kind of you could say boldly um, they, there's usually a bit of argy-bargy quite a bit of bent metal here and there um, but yeah it's going to be I think the best the best race in a while it's uh, Knock Hill's made lots of improvements in recent years and there's more uh, better spectator areas more things to see it's a, it's a full day of racing that there's about at least three there's more three touring car races and there's there's Janita Cup races um, there's the Formula 4 Formula 4 race that's out there as well there's also a Porsche Carrera Cup the UK Porsche Cup is on as well so it's a really really good lineup, uh, and hopefully if the weather's okay it will be a, a fantastic event to remember that's good fantastic that's cool so um, I'm just I'm just thinking on our usual show our usual show is usually about um, people getting blown up um, 
minefield testing. Uh, Muslims, uh, jihadi, paedophiles, and we've actually quite not actually not managed to talk about that for once, which has been quite. Quite an interesting. Yeah, I might actually get a few more listeners. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite a, quite a change actually, because <laughs> we've talked about something getting blown up or people getting killed. We've not been particularly out there or outrageous tonight. Yeah, it's been a bit safe actually. It's been something like the BBC or Sky News, but safe. It's uh, <laughs> usual. Uh, it's all good, but um, yeah. So, well, coming on next week's show, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm hoping to get it'll be next week, the week after. Excuse me, I'm going to bad indigestion. Um, I'll be next week or the week after. We're hoping to get a Terry Victor on the phone. He is work, He's doing a show in Edinburgh, and uh, we're going to have a chat with him on the phone. He actually does a show on BBC Five Live, and also does a show on BBC Wales. So it's good to chat to him. So uh, get him a bit, talk about his show next week. And he needs to stop breathing. You know, heavy breathing is making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I told you, it's my cold. <laughs> Have you not heard of tunes? <laughs> uh, iTunes? What's that got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> the things that make you breathe more easily. Um, ah, those tunes. Like ah, Vicks, Vicks, stuff and Vicks up your nose or something. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, so we've got Teddy Vixer com- coming on next week for a phone-in before he does his show, because he shows, <laughs> he shows at 9 o'clock, and um, he'll phone in briefly for a, a quick interview. And hopefully we aim to get the Sweat. We're planning on getting the Sweat Gospel Choir into the studio, because uh, they've got coming on here, and also to have them on Aloha's uh, show as well, Hearts, uh, which is uh, her morning show. She'll be back from uh, her holiday break. Well, it's not really a holiday, kind of holiday. She was at a wedding. Good to see. Well, I've been working on getting Mark Dice. Mark you know Mark Dice, the Dice. yeah, the the YouTube yeah. uh, kind of media analyst. He's he's massive. He's got like a million subscribers on YouTube. Okay, that's good. He's written lots of books, um, and I've been trying to tweet him to see if I can get a chance to maybe do an interview because he might be able to Skype um, into our show okay. um, or to potentially phone in. Cool. Um, but uh, because he shares many similar views, I'm hoping that we might be able to arrange that. Okay, and if cool. we did, that would be a huge coup well, because okay. he's absolutely massive right. and it would be it would be brilliant. So hopefully we'll, okay. we'll get that sorted out. If you can push that, it'd be fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Amos trying to get as many, a few more acts on the festival on the show before the festival finishes. It's certainly just to give people a plug their show and plug what they do. It's also good to have somebody with a back a background experience of radio, which helps to give us maybe hints and tips. But somebody who's got experience, which is good, uh, yeah. to help, which is always a bonus. But um, yeah, so it's been a, a, a very subdued show today because I'm a, just a trifling cream cracker, to say the least, after a busy weekend um, and watching my friend Steve kind of. Yeah, well, we'll go into that one. Um, yeah, <laughs> he was uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Good good night last night, and a good night. Are we going to finish with a song, are we? Uh, yeah, I was thinking about putting on a song. I'm really, because I've just been kind of more talking about relaxed and chilled, talking about the festival, man, and the millennials. Yeah. We're having, we're thankfully, we haven't been smoking anything because we don't, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't really. Yeah, you're saying it's been a good show because we've not been talking. I know, it's probably a good thing. In fact, <laughs> What I will do, actually, I'm going to play uh, Stuart Darietta's one to finish off one of his songs again. Very good, and I thought we'll do that just to round, round things off, and, uh, just to plug him, because he's very very good, and very good show last night. It was great to be able to get a, be able to see the show, and hopefully we'll go and see it again with a couple of, uh, as well. Okay, so, so I'm going to put on the... So, is it, is it time for me to 
Call it a night yeah. and say goodbye to our listeners yeah, you across can, Scotland you, you and can, beyond. You can disappear and uh, go and uh, get yourself some tunes or some Vicks and maybe get your <laughs> ask your wife to give you a rub down with the Vicks on your chest. That is to me, so you can breathe a bit better. Um, <clears throat> nothing. Uh, nothing. Yeah, with, I won't let your imagination wander there. <laughs> uh, you can just <laughs> just leave that one there. It's an awful sight to think of, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that will give our listeners nightmares. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's very good. Thank you. Um, have a good one and uh, get better yep. and, um, we'll see you soon start phoning up all these guests and people that you need to get on get tapping into your computer okay okay and see week. you soon see you later Hugh we're going to okay, okay bye this time okay you can hang up now Hugh's just hung up we're going to play out Suzanne with uh, Stuart Darietta thank you for listening to Hatchick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show on heartsonlive.co.uk um, you've got the morning show tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock it's usually Aloha but sometimes she's got a couple of pre-recorded shows kicking around because she's not physically in the UK at present, but she has people subbing for her at for her show. There's also, uh, you have um, Grace uh, Grace's song Afrobeats on Wednesday night. There's Glory Kings coming up on Thursday. You've got lots of other stuff. Just check out heartsonlive.co.uk and you can see the kind of shows that are on. Great to interview Brad uh, and I wish him for the next nine days uh, all the best. I will catch up for a coffee and uh, yeah, it's uh, amazing the people that come in your life and you make an impact and stay helping them out and uh, they see them go off into better things etc. So it's uh, good to see that and see things how things go. So uh, I'm going to round off with uh, Suzanne from My Leonard Cohen, played it last week but I'll just play again because it's really, really enjoyed the music so I recommend going and see the show if you have a good time, 7.45 Assembly Rooms, George Street uh, go and get tickets and uh, listen away so have a good run peeps, have a good week and uh, enjoy and we'll uh, catch you later, bye bye now